Hashtag she's in charge of the girls. Hashtag she's your daddy's favorite. Hashtag that's what she said. And I'm here with my favorite girl. I'm looking for a yellow bone long hair star. Oh, Lord Jesus. I guess she's talking about me, your girl, Layla E. Hashtag unlocking good vibes. Hashtag we back bitches. And together we are bringing you the refreshingly problematic podcast. podcast. <laughs> oh my God. This is a great week because it's time to gobble, gobble. Gobble, Break gobble. Break it down. Wobble, Eat it wobble. up. <laughs> shake it, shake it. Oh God, you know I'm over that with the cruises, right? <laughs> oh, baby, baby, on a cruise, you're going to wobble till you can't wobble no more. But did they can't wane? Just no. But See, you know what they did do? What? And my ratchet ass, um, I guess I really am too urban. Um, I was walking away and out of nowhere, you know how they be having the parties on the deck. Mm-hmm. And so we were just trying to go to the back of the boat to get our pizza. You know, that's where it's open 20, but that's our IHOP on the cruise ship. And um, all of a sudden I heard dun, 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 dun. And I'm like, are they really about to play some Glorilla right now? Out of nowhere, they playing some Glorilla? Swag serve. Oh, Lil Boosie. They gave us 10 minutes of pure ratchetness. And I was living. And all the older white folks started moving towards the side. And they were videotaping. And I was like, this is my cue to go on. Because y'all ain't about to show me that nobody acted a fool. That's why I I like to cruise out of Galveston. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know where they get their DJs from. But they play all of that. They do? Oh, the last cruise I went on, they played Meek Mill's Dreams and Nightmares. They paid Lil Boosie, set it off. The inside of the club on the cruise ship looked like fucking uh, Kairos. I oh, know you lying. I, oh, God. The, I was funny. like, baby, this is the blackest ship. And the cruise director was playing. So when it was like you hang around the pool during the daytime and like the cruise director is having all that different stuff going on. Mm-hmm. The cruise director was black. It's my favorite cruise director. If you ever go on carnival ships. Cookie Monster, Cookie, the cruise director. He is a homosexual man. He's my favorite. He's so great. Oh, my God. They're but usually the best. He was so much fun. And they played K. Wayne. We wobbled. They played Juvenile, Back the Thing Up. Yep. I was Get it ready. Too. Get it ready, ready. He yep. played all the hits. So, But you know what? I feel like the DJ we had was, um, I believe he was from Jamaica or from the Bahamas. And so he was playing good music, but I feel like he's the kind of guy that reads the room. And when he noticed that it was a lot of us color folks up in that mug, he turned it up. Because oh. when I was walking in, it wasn't that music. Okay. That's why when he heard dun, 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 the beginning of uh, FNF, I guess I that's when it. everybody started running and we just start acting a little ratchet and then they swag served. And oh. that's when it was the cue for the other people to be like, I don't know what this is, but we're going to go ahead and back it up. 
And so I'm it surprised was really the whites cool. didn't jump in. They love to swag surf. Um, some, a few some of did, the youngers. but the olders knew. But good for them. No, our cruise director was whack as hell. All I remember is chow chow now. I'm just like, it was bro. a chick. No, it was a dude. Oh. And he had no enthusiasm. And I really wanted to go to his boss so I can take his job because that was whack. Oh, my goodness. But it set the tone for the entire ship because yeah. it was so lackluster. I heard two people complaining about the service this this cruise is horrible. And I was like, I wouldn't say it's horrible. It's just, they're not that friendly. You never know what they got going on. I feel like because there's so many ships leaving out of Miami, the service can really be hit or miss. And especially if you're like on a smaller, older ship, it seemed like it's like the B leagues. The ship I was on, Conquest, I think is one of the oldest ones. Yeah. Cause it looked way worse than Triumph. And if anyone ever got out of Galveston, you know, Carnival Triumph was old as hell. It was, they got, I went on a Triumph. And then the next week it went out and that's when it broke down and they had to tow it back. Yes. But the week before I went on it, it was great cruise, but the ship was old, but they sent newer ships out of Galveston. And I feel like, because like Galveston is the second largest market for cruising. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just because it would probably be number one, except they don't have a lot of boats. They only do like three ships at a time or something, but like the service, whoo, impeccable. It's like they do not take no chances in Galveston. So I mean, the problem with me in Galveston is that why is it so high? I, the thing that I oh. like about Miami is that it is cheaper because they're closer to all the islands. Yeah, so exactly. even with the flight, a round trip flight, and it's still cheaper to go on a round trip flight and go out of Miami. But Galveston definitely is for yeah. our culture. If you want to see, yeah, like if you want to see more, then I would definitely go out of Miami because there's only like three different runs you can do uh, out of Galveston that you could get to, especially in like five or seven days. Funny, contrary to popular belief, this is not an episode about cruise ships. Just <laughs> I just came back from vacation, y'all, and she just told me that she was literally about to go on one in December. So, yes, you know, so, this is what we do. I mean, maybe one day we'll have an episode about cruising. We're cruise girls. We like we may do one on the cruise. Listen, let's Come go. Come on, let's bring a cruising is better of our with favorite friends. people. I, children. If I'm gonna tell you, the number one cruise that I was like, if people are like, oh my god, we should go on a group trip. If I wanted to take friends on a cruise, I would go on a Super Bowl cruise. I did that last year, and I didn't know that going on a cruise Super Bowl weekend is a thing, but it's a fucking thing. I like, did not know it was a thing. And people do this. Like, I met a bunch of people who were like, oh, yeah, we go every year. It's a, like, it's a quick cruise. It's a booze cruise. So you leave out of Galveston Ooh. Thursday morning, and you're back by Monday morning. So it's just like a long weekend. All it does is goes to Cozumel and turns around. Baby, when I tell you them people was drunk, from sun up to sundown, I never see like, and that was the first time I've gotten like the liquor package. Ooh, you got money. <laughs> it was <laughs> that ship was lit, and then so they played a game all over the boat. The only thing I don't like is that you party so hard Thursday, Friday, and then they played a game Saturday, and it, I mean Sunday, the football game comes mm -hmm. on. And really, after the game is over, it's kind of like, because it's the last night on the boat, which most people want to turn up the last night. But really, I the ship is like, never wait to turn up the last night Don't. on the ship. The last night, you need to be packing, getting ready to go. Yes, because your luggage outside. Because <laughs> a lot of people think like, oh, this is our last night on the boat. We about to have fun. They close no. everything early. You got to be responsible, y'all. Yeah, it's time to go back to reality. So if I had a tip for cruising... Never turn up on the last night. So next time I do the Super Bowl cruise, I need to position the party in, in a way that 
We turn up all day leading up to the game. And then after the game, it's like, whoo, all right, it's time to go to bed. Oh, my God. But, yeah. I still think the best time to go on a cruise is November still. Agreed. But I think that's the season, only time I've gone. So it's kind of like I'm being biased. Off-season cruising is is great. November is uh, right there. You're still catching a smidge of hurricane season. So that's Apparently, always Apparently. Uh, I love a good December cruise. Uh, I've gone several times in December. Uh, is and- it cold when you're out? No, like it's still tropical. It's still heat. tropical heat. Yeah, when you go to places, the only thing is that in December the waves, the water be choppy. It can be real choppy, so you can run into that. Guys, tip number one: if you have motion sickness, take your ass midship of the boat. Don't get a room in the back like I did last week. Okay, I, I, I love that. I'll be like, rock me, baby, like a wagon wheel. Hell no. I <laughs> <laughs> I love when that shit be rocking. I be it rocked me right on to sleep. It's my no, favorite. Oh my god! But, but yeah, this is not about cruises, it's y'all. Not- it's just that we are so enthusiastic, and we are probably teasing that eventually we're putting we're manifesting that we're gonna we gonna have a refresher problematic wow. cruise. You know, I would say that we are thankful for the opportunity to be able to cruise. Very thankful, and thank you for bringing us back in. Because <laughs> this is the Thanksgiving. Oh, what is it? We we did not plan it. That's how you know. I I was like, maybe we'll be on cue. Thanksgiving. What is it? This is the Thanksgiving Thanksgiving episode. episode. It reminds me of like, you know how sitcoms always have their Christmas and Thanksgiving episodes. This is our Thanksgiving Thanksgiving episode. Thanksgiving, spoiler alert, is like my second favorite holiday. Really? I love Thanksgiving. What's your first? Uh, my first is Kwanzaa. Okay. Kwanzaa is my first favorite holiday. Okay. Um, yeah. And then Thanksgiving is number two. And I know what y'all thinking, like, not Christmas or Easter. Aren't you the Christian one? I am. But, I mean, I, I love Jesus all year round, so I, I don't be Every day is a like holiday. That. Yeah. But, yeah, Kwanzaa is number one. Thanksgiving is number two. Man, I love Thanksgiving. Just because... And if you live in Houston, Thanksgiving can be either or. It could be cold and you could need a really cute sweater. Or you could it also be, be jumping in a pool. Like, you just <laughs> never know. You could be barbecuing. And oh. some years it's been like, okay, we eating outside. And some years it's been like bundled up. But I think the reason I really love Thanksgiving is because my family turns up. Like, we go all out. Mm. We actually have real plans for Thanksgiving. So that's why I like it. See, uh, I wish my my family, we really don't have any traditions at all. Um, but I do love November, December, January. Like those are my three favorite months oh. out of the year. And I appreciate Thanksgiving, not for the origin story, because, you know, all y'all learned it wrong in school, especially if you grew up in Texas. But it's more so the fact that everybody is off. Yes. You, the holiday is usually cool, but you never know what you're going to get. And it's really a fun time to show up, leave a couple hours, go to somebody else's house, show up. It's just the the whole spade situation for me, you know. Yeah, I know Layla going to try to play cards every house she stopped at. Oh, my God. That's funny. Oh, that's what I'm doing Friday. I got invited to a game night personally, and it said... Please do not shake the table. Golly. <laughs> because I was really pissed that last game night didn't shoot through. But anyway, I, for me, it's just about food, family, games, mainly spades. Yeah. But yeah. Let's be very clear. Like, I don't celebrate Thanksgiving like, 
oh my god, the historic whoop de I don't Who give a, I don't anymore? give a fuck about pilgrims. You know what I'm saying? Shout out fuck to them pilgrims. yeah, shout out to the Native Americans, to the indigenous people Ooh, of this land yes. who allowed you know what I'm saying illegal aliens onto their land. Oh my god! You know god. what if what if the indigenous people in this country would have built a wall right around this time in 18. 18- 62 or whenever what was 1776 1776? obviously i don't even know obviously we're not history buffs (laughs) but uh so for me i i understand that and um i I would celebrate thanksgiving y'all want to change it to indigenous people's day i i would be down with that i don't even care bro as long as i can eat turkey and dressing and get to spend time with my family because i have this weird morbid mindset about thanksgiving to me once Thanksgiving hits, it's kind of like a countdown to the new year. And anything that happens bad between Thanksgiving and January 1st feels extra sad to me. Oh, it's like, shout out to those that have experienced trauma during the holiday seasons and now have, they they dread this time of year. Yeah. I know a couple of people that really dread it. And, you know, I'm sorry for y'all, but for me, it's the happiest time of year because it is just full of joy. The majority of people are, you know, full of joy, food, happiness, but, oh, and shout out to, cause you just mentioned it. The day after Thanksgiving is actual Native American Heritage Day. It is. So it is. it's kind of like, oh, you, you're sorry and you acknowledge us. Y'all people don't really, y'all don't care though. Y'all just be talking about Black Friday and you know what I'm saying? Do you get into Black Friday? Do you do the, the sales and the deals? Girl, back in my early fucking 20s, I ain't got the time. But I did uh, go to an early Black Friday special last week on Walmart and got my 40 inch for $95. You know the best time to buy a TV? Have we talked about this? No, when is it? The most, the the best deals on TVs happen Super Bowl weekend. That would make sense. FYI, if you ever want to buy a TV, you want a good deal, Walmart, Target, all their better deals for TVs are Super Bowl weekend. I still think they can't beat 40 inches for 95 I mean, I, if you got a deal, I hope that TV is good. I, I Look, I haven't taken out the box just like I haven't taken oh my, my Travis Scott's uh, Jordans out either. But it's it's in the box. I'll take it out one day and see. But it was $95. I was happy. And I do participate in Black Friday or Cyber Monday more uh, travel deals. Really great deals. Man, you know what I participate in? What? Small Business Saturday. Shop small, guys. Keep local businesses alive. So Black Friday is November 25th. Small Business Saturday is November 26th. I did not know this. So try to support a local business in your community because you know that you are helping them. For the holiday season. And this episode is brought to you by Class Bookstore. (laughs) (laughs) Read more. Read more books. Classbookstore.com. I was going to say, read more, think less, but that it wasn't going to sound right. That is not what Class Bookstore's (laughs) motto is at all. We need need to create one because that would have been like the most perfect spot for it. But yeah, shout out to all the small businesses out there, especially Class Bookstore. Um, I don't know if there's ever a formal announcement, but... Class Bookstore is doing amazing things, and I'm so proud of you and our producer slash your you. husband. We're excited. Yeah, I know. Follow us on class at Class Bookstore on IG and Facebook. We do have some good end-of-the-year goodies coming up, and so we will be uh, out for Small Business Saturday. So if you follow us on Instagram, Class Bookstore, you can find out where we will be slanging books Small Business Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Had to put that in there for you, sis. But, uh, yeah, but I love uh, Thanksgiving. So my family, 
Um, so every year we either do my husband's family, we'll be with my husband's family or we'll be with my family. We switch back and forth. So this year is my family's turn. And so we always go up to East Texas to my great grandfather and grandmother's home that my great grandfather built with his hands. Mm -hmm. And so neither of them are uh, living anymore, but all the children, the grands, the great grands, we all pile in. How many bedrooms is it? One, two, three, three bedrooms, one bathroom. I love it. We all pile in this house and hang out and they have about four acres. Well, it's a bunch of acres, but in this one oh, area, wow. it's like That's four amazing. acres of land. And so, yeah. And so we all hang out there and we have a fire at night. We sit around, ain't no cables, barely any service. We got to get DVDs if we want to watch movies. Ooh, not the throwback. Yes. Our generation's eight track. So... <laughs> Yeah, so we're we're excited. It's fun to slow down and we wear comfortable warm clothes and just mm -hmm. go hang out. So So let's talk about some of these traditions, right? Traditions. I well not even traditions, but scenarios. Scenarios. So you were asking me a couple of questions and I feel like I didn't answer any of them. So now that we're <laughs> on air, let's go ahead and play your little handy dandy give thanks. So I was just <laughs> thinking so I was just thinking about like wild situations. I feel like people avoid, some people love the holidays and then some people avoid the holidays and like, oh, I don't hang out with my family and they have all these stipulations and everything. But I feel like, I just always wonder how people will respond to things. And so I was asking my dear co-host, my dear friend, <laughs> if you came to Thanksgiving dinner at your family member's house and one of your cousins showed up with your ex, what would you do? I'm so happy I'm the only one that dates. Never mind. Um, <laughs> speak, speak up so the people can hear you. Ah, I'm so happy I'll never have that problem. <laughs> I'll say that. But if in, in, in a scenario such as such, my cousin better not have known that that was my ex. But if they did know, I it am was, getting my plate. Okay. And I'm leaving. Really? That's the only thing I could think about as far as the disrespect and me not wanting to change the energy with everyone else on the holiday. Because I got different homes I can go to and go play spades. Or I could be petty and I could be like, I'm going to play y'all on spades and I just want to whoop y'all's ass. Boy. And while I'm playing spades, I'm talking shit across the table about how my cousin is a hoe and how my ex is a bitch. Yeah, I can play no. that game. But it would really have to depend on their dynamic and how many people there are currently. Mm. But if it was a lot of people and everyone's having a good time and then they brought that energy in, I would gladly dismiss myself. If it was not that many people, I'm being petty. Wow. What about you, Chris? Okay. Uh, yeah, they got to leave. They got to leave. I'm telling. <laughs> I'm telling my, I'm telling my, I'm telling the aunties. I'm like, this is how we doing it? Like, I would just make a scene until, like, they had to leave, like. Yeah, because in, in this scenario, I'm saying it's not a rant. It's like an ex that you had bought to Thanksgiving. Like, it's somebody you've been with. No, your cousin definitely knew y'all was together. That's, oh, what that's the disrespect, So bro. I feel like if my cousin showed up with my ex, I would just be like, oh, no, y'all got to get y'all plate and go. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to figure it out. So but... that's how we know that you are favored <laughs> amongst a lot of your other cousins, probably. Oh, yeah, my family probably don't listen to the show. As she scratches her head. My family probably don't listen to the show. Oh, yeah, I'm, I am the one. Like, I don't have no problem admitting that. Like, I am, I'm the preferred niece, I knew cousin, it. I knew it. granddaughter. I, knew I am it. the preferred one. 
Um, but you know why though? Because I just, cause I just do what I'm supposed to do. Right. And I'm, I'm cool. Everybody like me. So. And you yeah. probably actually bring a dish sometimes. Huh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm super helpful. I'm like the family historian. So everybody like, okay, we're going to pass this information down to Dara and everything. Aww. On my dad's side, I think I'm favored because my grandmother, my dad's mother actually passed away when he was like 19 or 20. He was mm. super young. So all of his aunts, which are my grandmother's sisters, I think they feel extra responsible for me. Like this is my sister's grandbaby. I never knew my grandmother, my mm. dad's mother. So I feel like they feel like they have to rally around me and Aww. like we got to take extra care because this is what our grandma would have done, but our grandma's not here. So we're going to make sure. Like, oh, yeah. And also I am favored because everybody loves my husband. <laughs> all all oh, the aunties, God. they all love my husband. Everybody loves my so husband. So y'all, legit, you are literally, none of your cousins would have nothing against you if there was some drama. You literally no. are favored. They'd be like, whatever oh, Darren wants. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, we'll beat him up. That is funny. I, I mean, that's why for me, I couldn't even imagine this happening because I wouldn't even have a cousin that would even think right. to cross me like, like I that. I would never have this situation but happen. Also, like, I feel like, well, what would you do? Like, how do you feel about Thanksgiving holidays and toxic family members? Oh, um, meaning these toxic family members come around during the holidays, yeah. right? Um, God, I've actually have a lot of different friends stories that this could be valuable for. Um, I feel like it is OK to come in, talk for a little bit and get your food and go. Okay. If if there's your toxic uncle, aunt, if you got too many toxic members, it's okay to still make your presence, get a couple of photos, and to politely leave or, you know, bring up the conversations that make them toxic and just start a fight and <laughs> have it that way. I, I feel like you need to give thanks to all situations that can make a situation better. So, I mean, in all honesty... It, I feel like you can, unless it's something deep rooted and I don't mean to go dark, but <laughs> if you have a toxic family member that has molested you or oh, have yeah. done those extremes, I definitely think that you're the, the head of the family, the matriarch of the family should definitely put a stop to that and not have that, have them intertwine like that at all, or have the other one come in at all. But unfortunately in a lot of families, they allow all this shit to still go on. Bruh. Old school thing. I can't even relate to Ooh, that. That's cute. What's it's, that? It's a fan. I can't even relate to that. Like I couldn't even imagine, oh. like my family. Yeah. Where'd you get that? Uh, I don't know where I got this from. Sorry, y'all. I just took a fan she, to fan myself. She took out an extremely beautiful <laughs> African. I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh huh. It's oh from God. Ghana, I believe. Yeah, oh, that's beautiful. And so I got it from a uh, from a local business. Mm. Yes. So. Okay. If I go to Ghana, I'm pregnant and married. Don't oh. ask no questions. Okay. What a freshly problematic for over the pond. You wouldn't just go to Zanzibar? Like I heard, that's like the vacation spot. Is that in Ghana? No, it's not in Ghana. It's I mean, it's somewhere on the continent in Africa. Where is Zanzibar? I just remember in Scandal, um, <laughs> her daddy. That was his go-to spot when he was trying to hide when they were trying to kill him. What? Zanzibar. Yeah. Yeah. But I they, don't even know. They where try that's to at. turn Zanzibar into the new Ibiza. They Shut like, up. I yeah. would go. It's in Tanzania. Tanzania. Girl, yeah. yes. But um, yeah, they're like, because it's like supposed to have beautiful beaches. But anyway, I couldn't even, I couldn't fathom it. But I will say this. 
not abusive, like dangerous. You've been a, a molested by a family member. Or you've been just a physically abusive, but just a drama queen. All that stuff when y'all be doing the memes where auntie's like, ain't that your second plate or all them little snide remarks. Honestly, I love to see when them people come. Am I toxic? Because I'm going to be, <laughs> you be saying that shit? Because my question to you was about to be, what do you do when you see someone taking too many to-go plates? Shit, you know, like that was gonna be my question. So, when you said the first toxic thing that came out your mouth was somebody mentioning the plate, I'm like, God damn, am I that one? Uh, Another one, (laughs) y'all ain't got no food at home, and another one, (laughs) I know, huh? I do be watching. I'm not gonna lie, I mean, that's never well, I'm not gonna say that's never happened. One, it just be so much, it probably is me because let me tell you, when we go with my (laughs) husband's family, they have a spread. For Thanksgiving, Ooh. like a spread beyond spreads, traditional Thanksgiving food. Then they got the gumbo on the stove. Somebody made some oxtails. Don't forget that, like it's just food so upon food. food. It's so much food Damn. to the point where I like for me, place wasn't enough. So I just start bringing Tupperware to get my to go <laughs> shit because have time. I like, did that for the first time last yeah, year. Yeah, like, I don't have time and to play no game. Out. Oh my did God. you? Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So, I guess my tradition is I always go to my best friend's house. And her house is, it's, you know, third ward. So, you got the, you know, the garage home. And then you got the, the big home in the front. So, her mama's in the front. And so, that's where we always go. That's my spades partner. We do our thing. But my best friend makes this potato salad completely different than anybody on earth has ever made that I've ever tasted. Cause if you know me, my favorite side is potato salad and beans, but potato salad. And so this time we always fight cause her mama, Layla, that's too much. And, and everyone's like, mama, just go ahead and let her have that scoop. She ain't eating a lot. She, she don't even got no turkey necks and nothing on her plate. This girl just wants her sides. And last year I was like, well, instead of me looking greedy, having a big old pile because I'm the girl I would put that big old clumps of potato salad on my thing and then it looks like a forestry with my, oh my I God. said I'm gonna bring Tupperware and she said I know you didn't I just bring that in my house I'm like bring what mama you bringing Tupperware to take what Did all the potato salad uh-uh come here she scooped the potato salad into my Tupperware to make sure it was the right amount Cause she wanted to have her, so now my best friend has to make her own side like, just for me. I would definitely be like, "Can you just make me some potato salad, sis?" Because obviously, <laughs> your mama has a hard on for this potato salad. And you know what was funny was that she was still being mean to me, and I was actually there to make it because I told her I want to make it with you. I want to learn how you make it. And her difference instead of mayo is like sandwich spread and like something else. <laughs> oh my god, I love. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh god, I'm so dying. Good. Sandwich oh. spread. Yeah, you don't like sandwich spread? Hell no. Oh, it's I don't so like good. sandwich spread. I don't like miracle whip. I don't, I don't like, like none of that yeah. shit. But anywho. Sandwich spread is that... pink. Oh. oh no. Ew, that's disgusting. Pink. Is it it's a different color. No, it's kind of like a cream color. It's white, but not white. It's cream. Oh, I don't know. You oh, may okay. you may be thinking about some off brand. Any, well, I just want some mayo. Okay, I don't want nothing else. But her potatoes added good. Okay. okay, but yeah. So, mm. well, so I I don't be checking people's plates like that. Okay, now I will say this though. So one time we had some people come to our family Thanksgiving, and somebody was dating a person, and that person bought their their kid with them. 
But the kid was not a kid. He was like a grown man. But they bought their child with them. But the funny part was they were not of the same complexion as us. So he came in, the child, the son. Dang, okay. I feel like I'm telling. The son came in and like got his food. But you know, he pulled a white person move and started touching stuff with his hands. And everybody was like, I know this man did not just pick up this ham with his hands. Oh, he, I'm not going to eat no more of that. He might as well take the whole thing. So <laughs> I would have died. He started hitting it with the majors. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Everybody, my aunts, everybody was like, oh, hell no. Nah. I'm sorry. That would have pissed me off. So I've definitely been in a situation where that happened. I've been in a situation where people have bought, like, weird people to the to the mix. Like, okay, so, like, one time. <laughs> this sounds like it's about to be funny. Okay. No, here your, we go. Hold on. Y'all can't see, but she, her eyes lit up when she was getting ready to tell this story. Because it was so weird. <laughs> tell me if you think this is weird. Okay. okay so, one time, uh, I'm trying to not incriminate the guilty here. One time, a person in my family had a spouse and instead of deciding to have like we're gonna go with the spouse's family instead of my family the spouse was like let's just bring my parents to the family to the family thanksgiving bring my family to your family yeah so the spouse bought they family okay cool but then they family just had a different set of values and that was like everybody was doing dinner and we was we had buffet style and so the spouse's dad I was looking at my mama. I handed him a plate and he was like, oh yeah, I want turkey and ham. And she was like, okay, well, here go your plate. You can get whatever you want. And he was like, nah, yeah, you go ahead and fix my plate. (laughs) And my, really? And my aunt, (laughs) that's what I said. (laughs) And my aunt was like, Oh no, we don't do that around here. Everybody fix their own. This plate. is her father-in-law. He, no, this is not no relation. This is like my aunt. Oh, is like oh, this the is, hostess of the yeah, okay. the hostess like oh, no, he's a yeah, he's like who is this stranger that came over here looking at me talking about so yeah, you can fix my plate. She's like this no is not Burger King, lady. yeah, you know my husband. That's about as good as it get. Like mm-hmm. so, I was like, why would he come to this place? And think someone was gonna fix his plate. I don't. I don't think it's weird. I think it's just uncommon. But my thing is, read the freaking room. This isn't your house. You don't know how other people do their family values. For example, if you, you if dang it, my mama will be calling. So for example, if you see people taking off their shoes, then you got the common sense to take off your shoes too. Right. If people in front of you is fixing their own plate, common sense is you fix your own goddamn plate. So I don't think it's weird. I just think that it's poor behavior of being a guest. Agreed. But yeah. Yeah. Is that the weirdest thing that's happened with Mimbri? Um, that's some of the top. So we've had a bet. Oh, no, it's not the weirdest. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I have. I told this story. No, because this happened before we started recording. The, it wasn't even weird. This shit was wild. And let me just say that I love my family. One day I'm going to be rich. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay money for us for y'all to let me tell these stories oh, on the internet. So one year we have a strict policy to not bring dogs. 
It's a bunch of different families. We are all together. Everybody doesn't do mm-hmm. dogs. So you just leave your dog, which mm-hmm. is why Catcher is going to the dog hotel. So historically, one year, my co- one of my cousins bought his dog and he had a big ass dog. One of those dogs that's like got one of those, like a massive, like a one of those big, a cane corso. Oh, though, they're beautiful, but huge. Right. So they bought a cane corso to this old ass house that was built in fucking 1939. We don't got a lot of space. All these, my, my aunt is like a 70 year old black woman. She's like, oh, nah, we're going to have to get a hotel. We can't stay with y'all, you know, because the dog is here. We can't stay at the house. So they were like, yo, you know, you, y'all can't keep this dog here. And so it was a big fight. It was crazy. So that year it didn't work out. So we were like, don't bring dogs. So the next year, my brother, not the next year, but a couple years later, my brother decided they was going to bring their dog down, but they was going to stay at an Airbnb. So the dog wouldn't actually be there. He would be at the Airbnb. So they have a great, uh, a great day, um, right? They're, when, they're also huge. Yeah. So it was all good. We was chilling. Everybody was happy. But I don't know why they got the bright idea. They were like, well, we just going to bring him to hang out. But we're going to keep him outside. They were testing the waters. Okay. All oh, right. They bought this dog. And the dog was outside chilling. It got dark. We had a fire. Everybody having a good time. The music is playing. Life is good. Then some, some of my younger cousins were like, well, we want to go outside and pet the dog. The ones who they have the cane corso. So they're dog people. So they're dog people. So they're not scared. The problem is still not your dog. You don't know this dog. So I'm chilling and I'm in the dark. We outside is dark as hell. And all of a sudden I saw them girls walk past me. And then they were going. And then all of a sudden I just heard. Rawr, 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 and then screaming. And then the girls came running back. And one of my cousin's shirt was torn. <gasps> no. <laughs> and. When I tell you the shit hit the fan from there, oh my God, God, it was crazy. Their dad came out and he had like a stick and he was like, I'm about to kill that dog. And the girls were like, my dad is going to kill your dog. And my brother comes running. He's like, no, no, no. Then my niece comes running to me and she's like, please don't kill Christian. Christian is her dog and really he was in protective mode because my niece and nephew were out there and he was on his watch so when the girls came up to him he was like you know who are you yeah Mm -hmm. so I mean it was insane so at one point like my aunt came outside and her son's the one who owned the cane corso and she's like beating on the ground it was crazy oh my god this sounds and, like a movie and everybody like one of my other eyes got pushed out the way it was crazy it was a medea movie in it's person definitely and i mean like when you were talking about kill the party baby people left after that people was like we usually stay till friday morning people was like yes yeah, my, my aunt literally can only see out of one eye and she was like I'm about to get on the road and go back home. I know you lying. At like 8 o'clock at night, it's dark as hell. Like It's the country. Yeah, yeah. ma'am, you are not about to drive on the highway oh at 8 o'clock at God. night. It was crazy. So I mm. hope that the lesson is that we don't bring dogs 
to our family events. And Catcher is the sweetest. He wouldn't he, dare do any. But the, the his cousins ruined it for everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, and then, like, I have another cousin who has, like, a Yorkie. But that Yorkie doesn't bark or doesn't move or doesn't do anything. And so they always keep her in the back and nobody mm-hmm. ever sees her. But, I mean, she's small. Yorkies are very small. Yeah. But I, I I know Catcher is sweet, but I would never. I would, but he's wouldn't. very hyperactive, too, and probably piss off some old folks. Oh, my God. Yeah, because all that jumping that he does. Oh, oh that'd God. be crazy. That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, I've never had any experiences like that. I think the only off, I guess I was the weird one in the room because... I wasn't expecting this to be the blandest food spread ever. And granted, they're from England and they moved to the States. I don't know how long ago. And I just remember trying to take out my Tabasco slowly out of my purse. You bought Tabasco to the event though? Come on, I've been carrying hot sauce in my bag (laughs) since (laughs) forever. Like literally high school. But, um... I just didn't want, I didn't feel as comfortable to take it out and just pour it on my food like I normally would at a restaurant. I was being cautious with it. But why was my friend's mom staring at me and actually said, I know you're not going to put that on my food or whatever. I don't know. That wasn't a really good English accent. Um, But I was like, oh, I just want a little bit. I like spicy food, you know, a, a lot of spicy I was trying not to make it look like you <laughs> You're putting no goddamn seasoning. seasoning on it. Oh, my God. And I was, like, looking for cranberry sauce because, you know, you could kind of drown some turkey and some cranberry sauce or some gravy. They didn't have none of that. Did you, did you what happened? Did you put it on the food? Did you get it onto the food? Um, She did get up, and I my friend was like, hurry up, hurry up. And so... She let me, you know, go and sprinkle some at the bottom of it. So when I was eating it, you couldn't tell that I had any on top. Oh, my so, God. And the thing is, is when I go to people's homes, again, my plate is literally full of sides and a little bit of meat. Um, So I'm just happy that I did that. But that food was not good. It wasn't. And then when I saw that they let their dog on to, like, get food from the table, it really just irritated me. And it made me not want to eat the food. And this is why... Now I'm skeptical about, you know, potluck food and stuff like that. I'm just like, some people don't have the same sanitary needs as possible. And they had a lot of fucking cats. So I don't know. It was just one of those moments where I was literally the weird one in the group. But I feel like, I don't know. But did I tell my friend afterwards how awkward it was and how I felt? Absolutely. And she did not mind one bit. Yeah. That's why, like, I I feel so bad about Thanksgiving because, I mean, everybody just don't cook it the same. And I'm really particular. Like, no matter what, no matter where I go, no matter what I do, who I'm spending Thanksgiving with, my mom still has to make Thanksgiving dinner. And I don't feel like Thanksgiving has happened until I've eaten my mom's dressing, my mom's turkey, and my aunt's fresh cranberry sauce. You know, last year was the first year I ate cranberry sauce and liked it. I've never fucked with cranberry sauce. I had to grow into the taste. Well, I don't do that congealed shit. And I know a lot of people mess with the congealed and they I don't, don't know want... what that is. That's the, the, the ocean spray. The probably way you the see... The only one that I see. Yeah. So no. somebody made it from scratch. Yeah, my aunt makes it fresh with fresh cranberries. When am I going to be invited? I got you, man. That shit was <laughs> delicious. Damn. And I was like, this is the only way I want my cranberry sauce. And I heard a lot of people don't mess with fresh cranberry sauce. They only prefer like the ocean spray jelly. Because they're kind. used to it, yeah. probably. But that fresh cranberry sauce, y'all, whoo. 
I'll put that on anything. I was like, give me some more of this oh, crap. Man. I would love to experience, because this cruise, I just went on, bring it back to the beginning. Um, The food was actually the worst tasting food I've had on any ship. Oh, no. Yeah, it was, it, it was very bland. There was nothing there. And I kept telling the people at our table, which, by the way, they already are planning another cruise and they want us to join them. It's just so weird. But I was like, I know this is your first cruise. The food usually is way better than this. So if you think this is good, it gets better. But I would love to go on like a Thanksgiving cruise one time. Oh, because yeah. I've heard people say that it is amazing. But I'm talking about Carnival Cruise. But the best food I've ever had ever has been my two times on Norwegian. Like I've heard their that. food is from scratch type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've heard that. I am. One day I want to do, there are two cruises where I heard the food was off the chain. I'll probably do one sooner than the other. But on a Disney cruise, they say the food is absolutely delicious. I can't afford that. I'm definitely trying to go Well, next you're Christmas. a Disney fan. I'm, I'm a Disney girl. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to go on a Disney cruise next Christmas. They have some that leave out of Galveston, but they only leave out of Galveston during the holidays. Which, which is makes fine sense. because a Disney cruise during Christmas sounds like a dream. <laughs> and in the other Minus way, the damn kids. I've been watching TikToks about this ship. I've got to go on a goddamn virgin voyage. <laughs> Woo! Girl, you have never said a lie. Last year is when they, I think they started the cruises. Oh, last okay. year. And um, I had an opportunity, girl, because they were like, if you are one of the first X amount of people to get on a cruise, you will become a certain type of member, like a lifetime member. And I was going to do it because it was adults only. Yep. Everything was already included. So yep. those of you that don't know, usually when you get your cruise ship, you're paying for the port, the taxes, the fees and the cost of the room. And then they add on uh, gratuities. They add on everything else on the boat. You got to get special drink packages. But on Virgin, all of that is already included into the price. There's nothing else you have to pay extra unless you do a, a specific type of dine-in or something. Mm. Virgin, bitch, that is the one I want to be on. That, that Virgin I feel voyage. Like that is going to be the Disney cruise for me. Yeah. That, until I have kids. Uh, that adults only, you had me there. That damn hammock that be on every balcony. Every the balcony. rooms look gorgeous. I was oh. like, bitch, I got to get on a Virgin voyage. The Scarlet Lady, they be having a red Scarlet party. Yes. Everybody wear all red. I'm, oh. I'm with it. I, if you ever want to go down a fun rabbit hole, TikTok Virgin Cruises. Oh, they have their own TikTok. Well, just no, just I, I just watching everybody's stories. Like, come with me as I go on my Virgin voyage. Like, blah blah blah. But Virgin Cruises looks amazing. And Disney, oh my God, Disney Cruises just look like a dream. The ship we were docked right next to it, and all of us were like, God. Damn, that shit is sexy. It's the Virgin so beautiful. Cruise. No, the, the Disney. The oh, Disney cruise. it is. It's gorgeous. And then, like, just the, the attention to detail. So, like, they have this one dining room. This is so random. And this is not, this episode is not about cruising, but I'm about to do it. They have this, the, so for the, if you don't know, when you go on a boat, you usually get assigned dining, like, especially on a Carnival, dining mm-hmm. a dining time and a dining room. And that's where you go eat. Every night that you want to do formal dining. So at Disney, they have three formal dining spots and you rotate them. And so like you're in a different one every night, but your waiters go with you. So you get the same waiters, but you rotate to a different one. So they have one called the animators uh, like dining Mm -hmm. room. And so you get to like, they give you a piece of paper to doodle and draw little animation figures. 
And by the end of your dinner, they take the paper and then they animate what you drew on the wall. And you're like, consider you get credit in the film as like a guest animator of the evening. They put your name on it. I know you fucking lying. It's so cool. I don't want to be around kids, but I would definitely do that. I'm telling you, they have like adult only areas because that was what I I paid attention to. They have adult only areas. So even on that TikTok, they show going on a Disney cruise as an adult. But again, the best time to go on a cruise is in November, right before Thanksgiving break, because a lot of people don't pull their kids out of school the week before they have these to these new out of parents school. don't give a fuck. What? Let me tell you, I barely saw. Especially, any kids. let me say, especially when it comes to Disney World, I realize Disney people yeah. Disney taking a Disney trip is like a a once in a lifetime. It's a special occasion. And these parents, my, we got friends who are about to go on a Disney cruise like the first week in December. They pulling their kids out of school. They're like, bro, you all this money we spend school will be all right. <laughs> Get their papers. God damn. Yeah. I would too, though. I thought about that when we have kids. Like, I don't give a fuck about school. <laughs> I'm going for the best deals possible. Yeah. If we taking a vacation in October, we taking a vacation in October. <laughs> so, so this isn't the cruise episode. However, we are giving thanks. We're thankful. (laughs) We are very thankful that we're able to enjoy our favorite time of year, which we've discussed November, December um, ish. And we're taking our cruises. Taking cruises. You know what? I have a goal for myself. So starting Thanksgiving until Christmas, I am going to watch 30 Christmas movies. Okay. Wait a minute. Old and new? All 30, 30 Christmas movies. But you know, there's so many. But there that's the thing. There are so many and everybody does them. And all these corny channels got corny Christmas Hallmark. movies. Everybody's doing them. So I was like, this Christmas, I want to watch 30 different Christmas movies. That's funny. I really want to see if I can get through 30. Y'all challenge me. Stick with me. Hey, follow me on social media. Ask how I'm going. I really, like, my goal is to watch 30 different Christmas movies this holiday. Well, um, shout out to someone that I didn't think I was going to shout out. Um, Lindsay Lohan has, has a new made, Christmas movie. Has made a comeback. And I'm thinking, like, she is our age. Like, damn. Yeah. She looks so good. And she's so healthy. Yep. And she's on Netflix with Falling for Christmas. It's yes. a cute, corny movie. But that's a good Christmas movie to I'm start watching off. that one. Will Ferrell and Ryan watch. Reynolds have Wait. a... Have a Christmas movie called Slighted. Yes. It's a new, right? And it's like a new telling of the Christmas story, like Scrooge. Mm-hmm. And so I want to watch that one. A few old in there. I mean, you have to watch. Like, I have to watch Elf the weekend after Thanksgiving. Like, oh my God. I, it doesn't feel That's like so Christmas. Funny. I got to put Elf on and watch that. So, I feel like Christmas is now. Even though Thanksgiving hasn't come, I still feel like as soon as Halloween ends, it's like I wake up with, oh, I want for Christmas. I'm like, it's it's the time, November first. I don't feel like that. I can't. Oh I can't God. get into it after. Wow. But it's like, I wake up. We do Thanksgiving, and then I wake up the day after Thanksgiving, and it be like it was the night before Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> in my mind, and it's like, but before even like trying to decorate, trying to get excited, I see decorations, but I cannot. Switch really? and I think it's because I fuck with Thanksgiving so heavy. I, I was gonna say because you yeah. actually have like a real big tradition for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. See, I don't. So you it's like, just like no it's Christmas. Christmas. Thanksgiving, Christmas is one oh. holiday and New Year's. It's and all I, one holiday. And it's actually and I mess with Christmas, but because my husband's birthday is at the is December thirtieth, my real favorite 
my my number and then Kwanzaa comes right after starts right after Christmas. I love Kwanzaa. My number one, two, three. My number three favorite holiday. Actually, I think I might like New Year's Eve way more than Thanksgiving. I love New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve is dope. It just is. A, I feel like it's a different feeling. I don't know why, but is it, is it a different feeling? I just feel like, man, it's the end of the year. I'm I get super grateful. Like I wake up that day and I just feel like. Let's wash clothes. Let's clean the house. Let's go into the new year with. with oh, a you new... do like your spring cleaning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, feel yeah. like it's. I feel like everything, but I also am super cautious because I just feel like you know we this close to making it to 2020. Whatever it's gonna be. Don't say 2020. You know, we 2023. Was all for 2020. But I just feel like New Year's Eve feels good to me. I want to put on fringe. I want to put on sparkles or sequins. Yes. And like, I just want to have a good time. I love oh, New man, Year's. Man, I gotta Eve. do a New Year's trip. Well, see, for me, so, um, spoiler alert for some of you that, um, haven't listened to previous episodes, but, um, so I kind of grew up in a household of, um, like a Jehovah Witness mindset, but I wasn't, you know, none of us were actually Jehovah Witnesses. We just had that. We just practice not celebrating shit. Um, and so my way of getting away with that was I would get my friends Christmas gifts, but instead of calling them Christmas gifts, they would be New Year's gifts. I want to be. The first person to give you your first gift for the new year. Oh, so I was that friend. Like I was like, it'll probably still be in some Christmas wrapping or whatever. Or I got it for after Christmas sale. Um, because I'm that girl. And so for me, it's like that's why it's one big blob of the same holiday: Thanksgiving, okay. Christmas, that New makes, Year's. Is that literally makes sense. one big holiday for me. So. That's why I look at it that way. But New Year's is very special to me. Um, going, you know, leaving the old habits, trying to create new habits, and they usually fall by July twelfth. But you know, it's that's a thought a, process. That's, that's fucking seven months out the year. You did pretty good if July twelfth. If you did, I say for, July. I meant yeah. January twelfth. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's bring that, that back. That makes that's more sense. Right. That makes more sense. <laughs> but um, no, it's just the perfect time of year. So I'm very thankful for bringing it back. Um. I'm very thankful to be able to go on these cruises. I'm very yeah. thankful that we are still able to, you know, create our podcast and we have an amazing producer or director. Um, and I'm very thankful that we get to experience each other in a oh. lot of different lights. Because I feel like every year we grow in our friendship. I don't know why. I, I really do feel that way. I'm not I just mean, saying that. Every year we're friends longer and so our friendship is growing. We're yeah. growing as people. I, yeah. It makes sense. I, okay, yeah. But I, I really meant that shit though. I, like, I like you know, hit my heart. chest. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really be meaning that. What about you? What, what are you I'm super, super thankful for? I'm super thankful, uh, man, just for, uh, to make it through 2022. It's been, it's been a good year. It's been uh, a trying year. It's been a year of growth, uh, but I am super thankful for this year. Uh, I'm thankful for my family and my friends who have like stuck it out with me through the growing pains. Yeah, man, I'm just, I'm thankful for the pod. I'm thankful that we've got to uh, come back in. Uh, Let's pray neither of us gets COVID back to back to back to back. And we don't have to pause on shooting. Um, That COVID took us out for like three months. It was crazy. But uh, yeah, I'm, and so yeah, I'm just all over thankful. I'm thankful for our producer too. You know what I'm saying? I love him. <laughs> and so yeah, that's it. But I'm thankful for you as a podcast partner. Mm. I'm thankful for our friendship. 
That's sweet. So, and I'm thankful for Catcher for not actually barking this fucking episode. Catcher. I'm thankful for that <laughs> demon dog. I love him so much. Somebody called, uh, he's an Australian Shepherd, y'all. Somebody called their Australian Shepherd an Oshole. Oh, that was funny. And now I can't get over it. He's my little Oshole. Aww. So we should probably make a mess. I know. Well, tell them where they can find you, sis. You can find me on the gram and TikTok, um, which is who is Layla E. And um, where can I can't find you? You can find me at she period Landry S H E period Landry L A N D R Y at uh on IG. And uh, you can find our podcast, Refreshly Problematic, on IG as well. Give us a follow. Or you can follow us on Facebook at Refreshly Problematic Podcast. And hopefully you're listening to the premiere of this episode on All Real Radio. You can download the All Real Radio app and check out our premiere every Tuesday at 5 p.m. So get it hot, get it fresh every Tuesday at 5 p.m. And then after that, streaming wherever you stream podcasts. And of course, we would love for you to definitely stream us specifically on Spotify if you can. Uh, There is usually a pop-up question that our director puts on there. So please participate and, you know, get it on and popping. Where else can they see us? Because I completely skipped the whole entire thing. I think that's really everywhere. Oh, um, Um, Facebook. I did that one. Follow us. Follow us. Become a problematic podcast. I've been in timeout. Yeah, I really can't I don't really stand even, Facebook We're not no even going to talk about Facebook right now. We've dropped, we've dropped the ball immensely. We've orphaned our children are in foster care at this yes. point. We are negligent parents of our problem children. It was a problem, but we're the real problem. Yeah, shout but, out to Brandy for posting. I know, um, for trying today. to get, yeah. get that back yep. live. Yep. But other than that, last but not least, it is your girl, She Landry. Hashtag she wears heat hashtag she's in charge of the girls hashtag she's your daddy's favorite hashtag she loves thanksgiving and i'm here with my girl layla e hashtag unlocking good vibes hashtag all the seasons as one and together we are bringing you the refreshingly problematic podcast and peace y'all peace guys until we meet again sissy Thank you.